From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Hey, thanks for inviting me into your home. Long-haul truck, RV, camper, taxi. Your parents' well-appointed rec room with the ping-pong table and the shag carpeting. Your loft. That greasy spoon just off the interstate in your cabin in the woods. Hi to those of you who are catching us on one of our affiliate stations from Alaska to Arizona, Oregon to Texas and parts in between. Uh, those of you streaming us on your YouTube channel, our, our YouTube channel, Strange Planet. And uh, we are on the cusp of 16,000 subscribers. So please hit that red sub button. And of course, hello to everyone in the YouTube live chat room. However and wherever you're listening, I bid thee the warmest of welcomes and I thank you for your fine company. Just a reminder to check out my podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you can listen and subscribe at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. Hey, if you want to become an official sponsor and uh, donate, visit patreon.com forward slash strange planet patreon.com forward slash strange planet nicola lonchar is here president and founder of the tesla science foundation and this hour we're opening up the phone lines and uh, taking questions and comments anything you'd like to ask about the great nicola tesla his inventions his patents his lost journal which we'll touch on perhaps a little bit later the numbers to call toll free from just about anywhere, 1-866-740-4740, 1-866-740-4740. All right, uh, Nicola, we were talking about, I wanted to bring up this, this lost journal. Uh, so much has been made about uh, the contents of this lost journal or journals and uh, all of the, the papers, of course, that were, were spirited out of um, uh Tesla's hotel suite uh, by the Office of Alien Property and so forth. Um, first of all, how soon did they sweep in and and um, take away those documents after Tesla died? Take us back to 1943. Right, right. Uh, but see, there are not many things what they are staying inside in these two rooms. Uh, the uh, Tesla nephew. Uh, when he come with the uh, other people, uh, safe was already. Oh no, they bring safe guy who opened safe, and there was not really much inside. People mostly talking about this little black book, what was always staying next to his bed. Who got that? Uh, the other papers uh, are in a public storage and in some hotel somewhere. And there's 16 boxes come uh, shift to Belgrade to Serbia. Uh, but for nine years, uh, the FBI have chance, uh, or other organizations say, chance to go through all these papers. Uh, there are a lot of time people are saying how Tesla did not write anything. He have everything in his head. That is absolutely not true. Uh, Tesla keep perfect record for everything, and uh, uh, that's how they got all this. Tons of the papers, what they are now in museum, and who knows how much papers stay here. So, you know, that, that, you mentioned earlier, uh, Professor Trump, uh, uh, his what uncle of our president now here. Uh, right, he was uh, the head of so MIT's he was, 
high voltage yeah, research MIT, lab, I believe. Yeah. Right. And, and he was one of the first people inside. And when he walked out from the room, he said, it's nothing interesting here. We know Tesla work on radar. We know he was asking to convince U.S. government to produce this to protect country from the Germans. And uh, President uh, Professor Trump make a lot of money on the radar technology. So did, did we know that he take anything from there? We don't. Most likely he have access to something, uh, but definitely is. Uh, Everything was recorded. If you look at Tesla uh, uh, book about Colorado Springs, you can see how perfectly he writes every little thing, every day what they did, how they did, what they got the results and everything. So there was also some yellow print. Somebody write, you know, like Tesla, don't shake the hands. Tesla, don't do this. And people later put this in the books. Um, majority of this stuff probably not true. Right, that, that he was a complete germ, germaphobe, and uh, the other thing, he had a, a very strange, was it a strange fear of women wearing jewelry or something? That's, that's probably also yellow print. Um, right. It, it, if you, I, I, I live in Philadelphia, so I go with the train a lot of time in New York, especially in New York, New, New York Hotel, Pennsylvania Station is crossing the street from New York. I'm going inside, and, uh, one time I'm going inside the men's room, and Watching my hands and watching in the mirror, like from ten guys, probably four or five go out without washing their hands. And now, when you have soap, hot water, and everything that you can possibly imagine, and why would you not wash the hands? I don't want to either go and buy coffee after that because I have to touch this money. Right. And, right. And he knew that in that time, in a hundred years ago, there was no hot water. There was no either water inside the toilets. <laughs> So, so you're going around and shaking hands to everybody. Uh, now, again, in this movie, they're showing how he don't want to shake hands with Orson Welles, and he's saying, yeah, yeah, I yeah, know, you don't shake the hands. Uh, or about this thing about ear- earrings and pearls and everything. Uh, I think there are a lot of creation. This, the, you know, the most of people, yeah, he understand definitely how bad it is to shake people's hands. And, you know, he wants to clean all this stuff. Right. Uh, let's let's go back to to uh, uh, Professor John Trump for a moment, and MIT. So, uh, the the Office of Alien Property, they uh, they move in, and there were. Uh, are you saying that a lot of those, most of those papers were turned over to the Serbian government, or did they no. keep anything back? No. Did we lose? Are you there, Nicola? I think you dropped out. Do you want to start that again? We, I think we, we lost you there for a I'm, second. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello? Okay. Hi, can you hear me? They okay, have, yes. Uh, yeah, I can hear you good. Uh, they have nine years to work on these papers before they... No, you've dropped out again. In the meantime, let me uh, take a call here. Michael is in Las Vegas, and he wants to talk about wireless energy transmission. Michael, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? Thank you, Richard. I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Terrific. How are you listening in tonight? I'm listening over the Internet. Terrific. Now, you had some snow in Las Vegas. Yes, we did. Uh, The first time in 10 years of any accumulation. Uh, which didn't really amount to much, so uh, don't be jealous, okay? 
<laughs> All right. I can't so, imagine uh, what it would be like in Toronto. I moved here from Long Island before five, six years ago, and to get away from that, I so that's where I okay. stand on that. But this one. Michael, I need you to speak up good and uh, good and loud and clearly. And um, your question or comment for Nicola Lonchar. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm on a cell phone. Bear with me. Drops out on the left. Now, you know, Tesla is always fascinating. He seems to be more of a mentor. And let okay, you're, I'm getting every second or third word, Michael, with your your cell phone. I'm not sure if, if there's anything you can do about that. You want to try one more time? Yeah, I'm moving to another location. Is that better? It's a little better so far. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, it seems to be Tesla more of a true inventor than a businessman. So he didn't make a lot of money. Okay, once again, uh, we're having trouble. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, your point that he was a better inventor than a businessman, no question about that. Um uh, Nicola, do we have you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Did you want to? Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't hear what Michael was saying in Las Vegas. Aside from Tesla was a better um, inventor than a businessman, uh, which yeah, raises, uh, you know, I mean, did he in fact die penniless, or is that also blown out of proportion? Let's see. The Serbian uh, king sending the money him every year and paying hotel bill, uh, bills and everything. So. He don't have money because he don't want to have money. Either when he make this almost million dollars from the investing house, he give half of the money to all these people where they put money in his invention, and uh, the other half he build new lab and all this stuff. So he's, he's not a guy who, you know, he can make investment and make, buy high-rise building in New York and make a lot of money, but he's... he's we have to understand his his mind. He's so far from all this stuff. So uh, he did not struggle. He was not like people riding. I did some things like how he don't have nothing to eat. He lived in one of the best hotels in that time. New Yorker Hotel was just built. Uh, he, when he moved in, there was brand new. So, and, and it was not cheap. <laughs> so it's not, uh, yeah, he don't have any savings. That's definitely no question about it. Fascinating. I, I hadn't realized that he was basically being supported by the, the king of Serbia and he was paying his bills. Correct, yeah. It's $700 per month, uh, but that was giving him chance to pay hotel and sleep there and, and eat and whatever. Um, there are also other people who are offering him money and he never want to take it. Uh, they're documented. He don't want to take the money, but he was... You know, he want to protect Yugoslavia in that time from Germans' uh, invasion. And he was giving them technology how to protect or whatever. But they don't believe him <laughs> in that time. They think he's just too old and too crazy. Uh, but definitely he, I don't think he ever struggled. Like, yeah, no saving, but doesn't mean he really ever, ever want to have saving. Uh, to what extent was Tesla being uh, surveilled and monitored by, uh, let's say, the the FBI? I think that's that's a great question. Really, uh, I think Tesla was playing with the Hoover a lot. I think he was playing with Hoover. He was playing Hoover. with him. Yeah, yeah. Because 
you know, there was like Hoover and his people are definitely after him all the time. That's no question about. And it's normal because you don't know what this guy gonna, you know, make this machine. They can make earthquake. They can destroy whole New York. They can do who knows what. So definitely they have to be monitored. People like this, they must be monitored. No question about. Because you don't know that somebody else wanna come inside and take their technology and use this in different way and everything. And um, I I believe John O'Neill was also an FBI guy or just working for them and everything. They have, he approached Tesla and later, you know, young man want to be his friend and all this stuff. And uh, So I, I don't see anything really wrong. They monitor him and they're scared. Uh, that, that's the job of special police. You know, that's that's what they have to look at. Like we, today, we're looking for terrorists. We are scared. Maybe there's some people gonna attack us or something. So, it's, it, I don't think this is the wrong thing. Well, you, you mentioned the. Uh, it sounds like you were alluding to his uh, his death ray or death beam. This, I guess, it was a theoretical particle beam or an electromagnetic weapon. Um, tell me about Tesla's work in this in this area. <laughs> That's one of the things what we just think we know a lot, but we don't. You know, that's uh, he definitely was proposing to Brits and to Yugoslav government and to American government to make the weapons that they can destroy airplanes and boats if they come to a certain point. Uh, but a lot of documentations. Uh, it was recreated by different people. And there was a little while ago, there were some guys in you know, Texas building some equipment. There was big, big film about, made about, but I, I don't, I don't know if this is right. Again, I'm not really a guy who want to say something what maybe this is true, maybe it's not true. So, uh, see, let's, Put like this, uh, he, they're really nice article, what you can see, I can either mail you, uh, send you an email, with, uh, Tesla make uh, machines to stop the war. And, uh, he, this, this is Shield. Shield today exists. They have Russians, they have Americans, they have Western Europe. They put actually, either Poland have Shield with Russians attack them or something. So, America have it, I don't know, Canada have it, probably yes. Uh, but uh, uh, if theory on this, uh, Tesla theory is everybody have to be stronger on his own territory. So now, if, let's say, uh, Canadians make Canada stronger, they, 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 they're first people that install shield. How do we know they don't want to attack us after this? Because we cannot do anything back, right? <laughs> so, right. So who can... <laughs> Who can be first who can have this perfect shield, what Tesla was talking about, not this what today exists in that, that technology. So there was one of the, maybe it's conspiracy, I don't know, uh, you know, the taxi run on Tesla in, in Manhattan. And yes, he was hit by a taxi, was, yes. Yeah, they're saying he was walking out from Canadian consulate. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this true? I don't know. I'm just bringing this because you guys are Canadian. <laughs> so, Yes, uh, but but uh, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. I don't find any evidence for that. <laughs> uh, 
uh, they can be really accident. Yeah, it is strange accident because there was not many cars on the time on the street, and I don't think he was just going in the wrong area or something like this. Who knows? Uh, well, you mentioned earlier in the program that it was odd that Tesla would die uh, on uh, Eastern yeah, Orthodox yeah. Christmas in January mm-hmm. January seventh, and his father was a um, an Orthodox priest. Right. Uh, I mean. Why do you mention that? I mean, he was, what, 87 years old. He was very right. old and very frail. But do you, th- right. do you think that there is some question as to whether he was murdered? No, I don't, I don't believe he was murdered. But I just think he has so much in control, waiting for a special moment. He was sick for a long time. He, after taxi, he had a problem with this. You know, he don't trust in the doctors. He don't want to go. He was healing himself and staying in the room most of the time. But the question is, uh, I think that people can extend a little and fight to stay a little bit longer in life or they can just give up. Because if he is perfectly repaired and lay down and cross his hands on his heart and, and weigh how they find him um, on this special day for him, definitely be. I, you know, I don't think he was really, either his father was priest and he grew up in a church and everything, but I don't think he was just Christian. He belonged to all people and he loved Buddhist and he respected for all other religions anyway. Uh, but maybe special day for him. I don't know. It, it, it's very difficult to say, but uh, that's one of the more things why I think he's saint. So he just, maybe he chose the day. Maybe think, he thought this would be a good day to check out. That's that's in my head for a long time. Maybe it's kind of funny to, you know, for a lot, a lot of other people, what they never think about this stuff. But uh, for me, it's really something. Um, what can you tell me? We have a few minutes here, just a couple minutes. We'll break. But I wanted to ask you to talk to me a little bit about Tesla's self-acting engine. What can you tell me about his self-acting not, engine? Not, nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Was it just theoretical? Probably. Uh, I don't see any. But the what was the idea behind it? That it that it was to it basically operated on the you could use it in any climate. It was based on the diff, the, uh, the 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 temperature uh, differential. So if the heat goes, the differential in the temperature in the environment. Uh, I, I'm really not sure. I would. I, uh, I. I don't know enough to talk about this stuff. <laughs> I don't want to get in. All right. Um, and his work in anti-gravitics. You. 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 You think that that was mere speculation? Nothing really. Uh, much ado about nothing. Uh, uh, see, there are no scientists, no physicists who don't talk about gravity and anti-gravity. Uh, but. I don't think Tesla would come up with, the, with this drawing of the spaceship and something like this. Uh, I, I think this is also speculation. I believe. I believe. Hmm. That, that's going to be I'm very sure disappointing he, to many Nikola Tesla fans. <laughs> yeah, but why do people want to make Tesla bigger than he is? Or, or why would be something like this? Uh, you know, that... People, people publishing all this stuff and people grieving and I, again I just before break I want to tell you there's uh, 
Ljubo Vujović family, Dr. Vujović family collect uh, actually I'll get you to hold on Nicola if I could get you to hold on to that story we'll 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 pick that up sure. on the other side <laughs> Nicola Lanchar president founder of the Tesla Science Foundation right here on the conspiracy show stay with us poking holes in the darkness the conspiracy show with Richard Sarrett. Uh, welcome back. And again, Nicola Lanchar is uh, with us, president and founder of the Tesla Science uh, Foundation. And uh, on uh, your website, teslasciencefoundation.org, uh, under events, of course, you have your your uh, your Tesla conference every January. But there are some other events there that you're uh, you're promoting. Uh, tell me about those. Yeah, we have uh, uh, in uh, Belgrade, Serbia, we, sometimes we do in June 2nd, sometimes in July 9 and 10, uh, and also in Philadelphia, uh, we do around Tesla uh, Thursday. So Philadelphia event, uh, it's pretty interesting. We also call all these people with the free energy equipment to display that in National Park. where They are really protected. Nobody cannot do anything to them. And there's Second Amendment stone there and all this. Uh, that's kind of interesting event. So we do a lot of different presentations. We go to Franklin Institute once per month and do presentations for different public, uh, working with different schools, do events with the schools in Philadelphia region, a lot of different activities. People can go through their website and find a lot of things what we do. All right, teslasciencefoundation.org. Michael in Las Vegas called back, but he was his line was still cutting out. Basically, he was asking about the practicality of wireless uh, energy, and uh, you you mentioned this in the uh, the first hour, but uh, just mention it again for those who are joining us late about um, his experiments at Wardenclyffe and and uh, how practical would it be to transmit energy through the air without the need of transmission lines? Uh, it's very hard question. It's a good question, but it's very hard. Uh, it would be perfect either if we have in our house all the uh, wireless energy and we can run our computers and everything without any cables. Either this will be... We're close to this part, very close. Uh, but the question is, did this going to affect our bodies they don't want to have create any medical problems. And if we're talking about global thing, that's really, we have to be very, very careful with that. Uh, what's really going to happen? And you know, one thing is, earlier about the use as a weapon, and second thing is, what's really going to happen with the um, people's health? And third thing is, if the countries what uh, Live only on selling the energy and oil. How they're going to act and what's going to happen with them? So it's in one way it would be very practical to have everything wireless. To never put gasoline in the car, be able to drive the car, and either what people dreaming we will never be have to pay that. I don't think this ever going to happen. <laughs> and, but uh, no, it's. Uh, it's not what is present to the people. Uh, it's very deeper story with, uh, with this. 
Sure, it's very complicated, enormously complicated. And we all have a vested interest. We all have a vested interest in the fossil fuel industry. We're all right. sort of in this together. Um, can we talk a little bit about the battle between Edison uh, and, and Tesla, AC versus DC, uh, and and uh, how that was ultimately decided? I mean, it got pretty nasty. Uh, Edison um, was kind of a... He was kind of a master at pub- publicity stunts and things, but uh, let's talk a little bit about that battle and how we arrived at AC versus Edison's DC. Right, but see, the uh, main thing is we all know that DC energy cannot be transferred very far, and we will have like a power station almost in every block. Just imagine how many in Toronto power station you have. But that's one theory. The other theory is uh, if it's something like this, if we don't have AC electricity, we will probably have perfect solar, perfect wind. We will use geothermal a lot. And who knows what else we will we will make it. You know, so also first cars are old electric cars. Before they, we get a gasoline engine, we have electric cars. Uh, so they would probably work really good. So, uh, yeah, there are a lot of benefits with AC electricity. Edison was not really easy. Uh, he fight uh, in a way how he want to protect his interests, best interests, you know, killing elephants, designing electric chair, uh, and anything. And it was very tight fight. Who gonna get, uh, I got a pose. Who gonna get, Put lighting on a Chicago fair. Uh, it, all this was not really easy, and there was also here in North Jersey, in a, one small town, when first electric lighting was built around the globe, AC electric lighting. They create story. There was a woman under this Tesla light, and she disappeared. And that's where they break Tesla up and do all this stuff. And there are evidence for that. And not many people talking about this. Tell me more about that. A woman disappeared because of what? It, it, it is Rowway, New Jersey. And Tesla, when he got problem in, with Edison in New York, he moved in New Jersey. This is not, not, not part of the Jersey. And he had investors, and they built electric lighting, first electric lighting around the globe. And they put 16 lights on a big, big uh, poles. Before that, they have gas gas lights, and they have DC lighting. Now they have light with lust, would give way more light and brightness with uh, less energy usage. And they don't have to come every morning to <coughs> turn the gas off and turn it on in the morning and everything. So now they have this beautiful small town with a lot of light there. So they realize. Everybody coming to see this, and they're gonna Tesla gonna win with that. So in a newspaper happened, a woman, uh, some woman disappeared from somewhere. Who knows where and how? So journalists write uh, there was woman under Tesla light, and people watching there, and she just disappeared because of the Tesla lighting. And people are so scared, like, and they destroy all these things. Tesla got nerve broke, breaking have to leave the his uh, investors left uh, have to leave the town 
So in other words, this was a, this was a scare tactic. This was a scare tactic to scare people away from AC. Was that the idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, but again, let's, let's go back about this, uh, um, yellow prince. See, I, I go to, uh, this small town in historical society and I was able to find 80 and some years old man who worked there in their historical society and he write the book about all this stuff and he bring a lot of documents and showing all this stuff and everything. So otherwise I will not either talk about this same like uh, about other stuff, but I'm not sure. Uh, right. No. Now, uh, Dr. Vujovic and his family, uh, they live in New York. They have 23 books published with all yellow prints uh, with, uh, about Tesla, with, uh, different newspaper what they publish about Tesla. And majority of this stuff is on a teslacollection.com. So people can be able to. So that's how people write, like, you know, you don't shake your hands, you don't love pearls, right, you right. eat that much and everything. And now it's some guy sitting home and finding different information, and they're just rewriting the book. And we believe, you know, and again, you mentioned, you know, Hollywood have to make different stories. Yeah, the people making, creating the stories. But we can't take this as a fact. I think I love Tesla Museum website. It's not really big, but whatever it's there, it's for real. And I would stay with that. Right. You'd mentioned, uh, just getting back to Edison versus Tesla, AC versus DC, and you mentioned um, Edison building this electric chair. And for people who don't know the story, again, Edison wanted to convince people or was trying to convince people that AC uh, because it had, it was, the idea was it would, it would need to be transmitted over long distances and therefore, uh, it was dangerous because greater, greater power was needed. Uh, and so he decided, uh, to build an electric chair for someone who was on death row. I believe it was in New York. Uh, an electric chair using AC current, alternating current. Uh, and, uh, and so people would would see, okay, they're using this deadly alternating current to kill someone. Again, this was part of the uh, the PR war that Edison right. uh, was launching against uh, Tesla. But but it really was lost. The, the battle was lost for Edison after the Chicago's World Fair, correct? Because right. Tesla was so successful. Right. Uh, but see what the other thing is. Uh, the majority of the houses that then was built by Woods either today, right, and yes. wooden, wooden houses. And now they have to expose, they have kind of, some kind of installation, ceramic things, and the wires hanging in one side of the walls, and they're exposed. So you just have some kind of thing that you, you connect your light to these wires. And a lot of times houses burn. And they say, you know, there was, saying, like, uh, if you want to burn your house, you call an electrician, so AC electrician, so they're going to burn your house right away. So all right. these regulations and convincing, just imagine convincing people to to put electricity inside in their houses, how much energy and how much time they take. Now, they, when they see this uh, fantastic film in Chicago Fair, you know, how much bright and how perfectly this works, and after this, they start with these different regulations and 
how to protect this, how this can be really more safe. Right, he proved people. it. He was dem- he demonstrated that it was safe. We'll take another time out, and uh, we'll come back, spend a few more minutes with the president and co-founder of the Tesla Science Foundation, Nicola Lonchar, right here on the Conspiracy Show. You're listening to the Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Nikola Tesla, we are celebrating his life and his work, his inventions, and Nikola Lonchauer is uh, with us. He is the president and founder of the Tesla Science Foundation, teslascience.org. Teslascience.org is the website. True or false, Nikola, that Nikola Tesla had a photographic memory. Probably, yeah, I'm pretty sure to memorize all this stuff. Definitely something uh, like every genius, probably. All right, let's go to the phones. Joanne, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Go ahead. Hello, Richard and Nicola. I was wondering if uh, I could kind of comment on whether uh, Tesla may have knocked down the Tunguskin forest. You know, I'm, I don't believe so. I don't think he have anything with that. Okay, thank you. Uh, again, there are a lot of conspiracy about this, saying how he go and Washington Library, National Library, and research where is best place to use this experiment, and there are not many people living there, and they're happening in the same time and happening experiments with Wardenclyffe. Nothing of this is not by dates, by all this stuff, nothing is not true. Again, the idea was uh, this was uh, his death ray experiment. More than likely, this was uh, an asteroid impact in Siberia that just flattened thousands of square miles of, uh, of timber. One of the things what is always in my head, it's like they say Tesla is cremated. There are no evidence for that. Uh, because when people die, doctors have to come and pronounce this person is dead. That's almost globally, global law, and especially in the United States. So that document, and which doctor, what time, what he died, how he Tesla died and everything, when they have to cremate person, they have two people, two witnesses to sign this is this person. This document missing. That's document what I'm looking for years and years. I'm trying to find out. I call either this company what was responsible for that. I call cemetery. I call I write different letters and the funeral home, funeral directors and I never have anything to start working on it. To get on it. So I really believe Tesla was not cremated. Now, the reason why I'm saying it, talking about brain and everything, you know, they put Einstein brain, they save Einstein brain, they save a lot of different brains. And in that time, in uh, around World War II, uh, there are a lot of uh, experiments done on human brains, either in Auschwitz, in Poland, and you know, Germans didn't that, that, that camp, all these experiments with people. So I really, I'm convinced Tesla is not cremated. He's not cremated? No. So and what I do you think, think happened? They, they have him somewhere to research about his brain and all this other stuff. Fascinating. Fascinating. And where do you think he might be, his oh, body? I, I see. I start whole story with uh, uh, Mr. Gostovich, this uh, world champion. Yes. Uh, and I believe I hear this from him when I was a little boy. 
I, I can't swear for that, but I don't know. This is from my childhood. This is in my head. And I, for years and years and years, I'm trying to find, figure out what happened, where, where possible he can be and everything. But I, and I either think they change the casket and they take his mask in New York. His death mask. Uh, yeah. After this, I think they change him. That's, and I was in the same church. I go to this funeral home. I go to all places to try to find anything possible. And some people, you know, just think like, man, you are in the wrong, you're going in the wrong direction. You are, you know, people think like, I, I don't talk about this, <laughs> but your show is a little different. And, uh, and, uh, it, I'm pretty sure, you know, your public, can understand what I'm saying. Sure, no, it's a time. fascinating, it's a fascinating well, mystery to be sure. Yeah, and, and that's what. If anybody want to work on this with me, I would be more than glad. <laughs> to, there you go. What happened to Tes- uh, Nikola Tesla's body? Wh- who has his brain? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Bethesda Mer- Bethesda Naval Hospital might be a good place to start, right? <laughs> I don't. Uh, it, it, it's, you can't believe it when you ask something like this and then you send the, the letters and everything. A really great letter what they have was like 10 years ago from cemetery. Uh, and that's really making me more hope one day we're going to know. Because, you know, they, they understand they have to be two people signing this. And uh, yes. the people from Tesla Museum, I'm very close to them. I know all these directors, everybody who worked there. I think uh, you're onto they, something. I think you're onto something. I would, I would pursue that. We'll take one final time out, Nicola. We'll come back. A few questions remain. Last call to the phones for Nicola Lonchar as we continue to delve into the life and times and inventions of the great Nikola Tesla. Right here on The Conspiracy Show, my name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. Poking holes in the darkness. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And we are back. One final segment remains with Nicola Lonchar, president and founder of the Tesla Science Foundation, Tesla Science Foundation. Dot org, the website, teslasciencefoundation.org is the website. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of ironic that, uh, that uh, Tesla, who, um, you know, played around with electricity, would be born during a particularly violent lightning storm. Or is that another, is that another myth? Was he, in fact, born during a lightning storm? Uh, yeah, that's a religion saying, yeah, there was, in the middle of the night, there was a lot of, uh, lightning and his mom was saying this is son of the light he went over the thing with this ben franklin and tesla live in very different time and we installed tesla bust in franklin institute and there's huge tesla coil there about this bust and it's amazing and uh, connecting tesla and franklin either you know more than 100 years in, in the past Franklin is man who invent lightning road, and Tesla is son of the lightning. <laughs> so, right, right. And we work very close to them. They're very. One more thing, what I uh, want to say, Richard. Uh, I think people have to think, uh, you know, some common sense. 
Like they're talking about this fierce RO car, like Tesla in 1931, drive this car 90 miles an hour from the Buffalo to New York, and he have some antenna and some box three by six by nine, and this car work on some free energy or something like this. First, Tesla never have driver license. Never, <laughs> never drive a car. Second thing, uh, 90 miles an hour, you can't hardly drive today from Buffalo to New York because roads is designed like this. At that time, cars have wooden frame, and they don't they have solid tires. They don't have air inside in the tires. And there are crushed stones on the road. There are no asphalt. So driving, like, I can't believe somebody can believe in that. And people come in the conference and trying to convince me and show me documents, and they're swearing to God, and they're really convinced this really thing happened. So we always have to think about, is this really possible? Yeah, it's, yeah I also believe there are people living on other planets and everything. But, hey, this morning I go to buy milk, and I see a guy, you know, he looks strange, and maybe he's from a different planet. Come on, you know, like, yeah, they <laughs> buy milk. Well, the you're line, demystifying, you're demystifying Nikola Tesla. Uh, which is a good thing, I think, but some people, it, it, maybe they, they walk away a little disappointed. Uh, but, you know, it's better to know the, the truth. I'll, always, it's always better to know the truth. Let me ask you about something else that may or may not be true. It could be an, it could be an apocryphal tale, and that is that Tesla was friends with the great Mark Twain, and he helped Mark Twain uh, overcome some, I guess he had kind of a, a, a digestive disorder, and <laughs> yeah. Tesla's, Tesla had this, I guess it was a, a high-frequency oscillator right. uh, that helped that helped heal Mark Twain. Is that true? I don't know what is Mark Twain's medical condition, but when they're testing this uh, equipment in, uh, in uh, some building, what, that, that, that's this... Uh, earthquake machine so if you say with a certain frequency everything is frequency Tesla talking about frequency all the time if you make this vibration with certain frequency it's very possible uh, this, this can happen <laughs> but what really medical condition is Mark Twain and there are evidence what Mark Twain say in one time about something and I think people also trying to smooth story a little bit, make more interesting. But there are evidence also their friends, they, Mr. Johnson and Mr. Johnson meet them, introduce them in, a, in a, their party in the house. And Tesla, when he was young, he read his books and he was really pleased to meet Mark Twain. And Mark Twain is definitely a perfect person, same like. Johnson family and all these other great people in New York were their Tesla fans. Right, right. But but did Tesla believe that he work on devices that he believed using electricity that could heal? Did he believe in the, the healing power of electricity? Yeah, but he he after the accident with the taxi he he healing himself. But question is I, I see some really interesting equipment that people develop on on frequencies and on Tesla knowledge but uh, I don't you know I don't promote that uh, I was either in Munich in one factory where some guy have whole factory producing unbelievable equipment it is Goran Marjanovic Serbian guy in Belgrade you know his yes machine is, yes the, the, the oscillator 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it's just like I'm really scared that people, you know, some people can have different medical conditions and their stuff can maybe help 90% of the people, but what about this other 10%? And all this stuff has to be a little bit controlled. Uh, I know this company is taking unbelievable money and they're stopping a lot of people and I know all this about pharmaceutical industry and everything else. Uh, but also, if you can't go all the way on the other side and let these people do whatever they want. Uh, I have a lot of respect for that people, for, especially for Goran Marjanovic and, and Ched Amraz and all this stuff, what they're doing. It, it's definitely doing a lot of good research, but they have to be way, way more done before this thing can go out on the market. True or false, Tesla received inspiration for a lot of his inventions through what were described as unexplainable visions. Yeah, but he was explaining he's just a receiver, uh, messenger. But they, all these geniuses are messengers, right? That's why I'm saying, you know, I have icon, Tesla icon in front of me. So uh, what we're calling saints from the, through the history and this, all these geniuses, they're receiving what is really God when we look at like this unbelievable energy what we cannot figure out? They're not big men sitting there with the beard and watching on us. Something working together. He was talking we are all once. I'm just receiver. In one time he say, uh, I'm just discovered everything in nature already exists. I just transferred this to technology. Um, he's saying also there are a lot of things in the Bible. I'm not that really good with the Bible, but uh, I'm sure he understands Bible more uh, being in a church all, all his life. So, yeah, Tesla is messenger. God messenger. What we calling God? Mason's calling big architect. People in a church, we call this <laughs> different. But this energy, unbelievable energy, he is part of that. Leonardo da Vinci, all this other guy. I don't think Edison was messenger. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no. He was a businessman who worked in a patent office. Right, right. He, he had his part, important part. He did a lot of important things, and it's good. But, uh, you know, he wants money. He wants more you know, exposure. He wants all this stuff that he gets. And these messen really messengers are different people. Yes, well, listen, thank you so much for, uh, thank you for demystifying Nikola Tesla, making him more human, uh, to us. Uh, and again, people can go to teslasciencefoundation.org for more information and, uh, to register for your next conference. Nikola Lonchar, thank you so much. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for everybody, everybody who helped tonight to make this show. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. All right. Back next week with a brand new program. Hope you'll be along for that. My thanks to Faz, Ian, and Ryan, and Albert. So long, Ian. All right. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There is nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. And what I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Or at least up the stairs. Good night.